0: In today's podcast episode, we're wrapping up the conversation around the five root causes of acne. So last time on the podcast, we spent quite a bit of time talking about the first root cause of or I say the first root cause of acne, how about this? One of the root causes of acne, which is that your detox pathways within your body are congested. And um this leads to your skin taking on a larger burden for detoxifying your body than it typically would because your major organs of detox and your first of all your major organs of detox are your liver, your kidneys and your lungs. Your skin is also a detox organ. And your major pathways of elimination are of course pee, poop and sweat. And um whenever there's congestion in any part of this um then our skin tends to take on more of a role in detox than it's designed the nature designed it to take on um so we talked a lot about lymph flow in that particular episode because that's kind of the the part of the detoxification process that I think a lot of times in these detox conversations, we tend to skip over the importance of lymph flow and overall detoxification of your body. So we spent quite a bit of time on that. And then in today's episode, we are talking about the other four root causes of acne, which are inflammation, and then three types of imbalance. So this is pH imbalance, sebum production imbalance, and sebum is your skin's natural oils. And then lastly, hormonal imbalance. So we're addressing all four of those in today's conversation. Let's dive in. Welcome to Holistic Wellness, a podcast exploring the science and metaphysics of health and wellness. I'm your host, Brandy Searcy, pharmaceutical formulations development scientist, certified health coach, and fertility awareness instructor. I'm also the founder and formulator at Rain Organica, where you'll discover a path to clearer, hormonally balanced skin in three easy steps. Last time we started the conversation around the five root causes of acne, and I spent quite a bit of time during that episode talking about The first root cause of acne which is congested detox pathways and going further and letting you know how you're able to support your body's detox pathways in order to keep those clear and flushed and healthy and support less breakouts or support fewer breakouts today we're continuing the conversation Um, we're going to talk about how the we're going to actually talk about the other four root causes of acne in today's Uh, conversations so those are inflammation and then three different types of imbalance so this is pH imbalance sebum production imbalance and imbalanced hormones and not only that but we're gonna kind of go further and talk about why the standard Western medicine treatments actually exacerbate these problems and these root causes and how they do it. So if you're ready, let's dive in. All right. Inflammation. Inflammation is definitely one of the root causes of acne because inflammation, it dis inflammation has a tendency to disrupt skin's normal function. Um, it has a tendency to uh, lead to congestion because when you have cells that are inflamed or when you have tissue in general that is inflamed, all of a sudden, oftentimes you have quite a bit of edema, so swelling in that area. And additionally, your body responds to inflammation by sending lymph into that area um, you know, to help deal with it, sending your immune system into that area to help deal with it again a lymph kind of a combination of different types of fluid plus your immune system or components of your immune system like your white blood cells and so um that's all i want to say about inflammation here at the outset i want to move through each of the rest of these and then really get into this um into the, the the piece that i'd like to focus on today which is how Western medicine, how the standard treatments in Western medicine often exacerbate these problems. So moving on, pH imbalance. Um, I've done an entire podcast episode before where uh, the, the title of that one is, Why Don't Children Get Acne? And the answer is because the pH of children's skin and the way that children's skin function is so much different than it is of adults. Um, when we're children, our acid mantle hasn't fully developed yet. The other thing that kind of weighs in on it, and this ties into the last thing is, um, your body's also producing hormones at that time in your life that it's never produced before when you hit that puberty and even pre-puberty stage. Um, but this pH imbalance piece, this is something that's really, um, that's really interesting because your skin Relies on a specific pH gradient in order to maintain its normal exfoliation process, and when that when that pH gradient is either too shallow, so that when we're starting from the outside and moving inwards, and um, you know the pH is staying very close to what it is on top of your acid mantle, which it is lowest on top of your acid mantle. And what do I mean? But when I say acid mantle. Well, Acid Mantle is actually this very thin film that is above the outermost layer of your skin. Um, And the pH on top of your Acid Mantle is reliant not just, or it really signifies not the pH of the surface of your skin, but the pH of what all of the bacteria that are sitting on the surface of your skin are doing to affect the pH of your acid mantle. If that makes any sense. <laughs> so anyways, once the thing is, all this talk about the acid mantle aside, you know, whatever the pH hi- is here at the surface, whether it's four and a half, five, that also varies depending on your gender, your race, like your skin color actually plays into what the pH is on the surface of your acid mantle. Um, your age plays into it plays a huge role in what the surface of it is. Whether or not you, again, going back to children, whether or not you even have a fully formed acid mantle, um, a robust acid mantle, depends on your age. Um, other factors play into it as well, your health, I mean, all sorts of things. So anyways, when, you know, what what kind of to focus on is the outermost layer of your skin, that epidermal layer, and to recognize that it's not just a single skin skin cell, skin cell layer deep, it's actually multiple skin cell layers, how deep that epidermis truly is. And again, epidermis outermost layer of skin, these are dead skin cells. How thick that actually is depends about where on your body we're talking about. So the thickness of that layer on your eyelids, for instance, is going to be very different than the thickness of that layer on your shin um, or on your you know, at the top of your big toe. Here, I want to steer away from talking about the palms of our hands and the soles of our feet because those particular spots on our body actually have a, <laughs> they have an additional skin layer that's not present anywhere else on your body. Um, so anyways, which I could get sidetracked here, but instead just click the link in today's show notes. There's an episode on that as well about skin layers. Um, where I'm going with this and what's important is that if we're talking about the epidermal layer on your face, so again, the dead skin cell layer, um, or layers on your face, then as we move deeper and deeper, as we move from that outermost layer, so here we're right under the acid mantle, we're at that very first actual layer of dead skin cells. As we move through that, go deeper and deeper into... Um, the stratus corneum, which again is the outermost layer of dead skin cells, go deeper and deeper through that, there's a pH shift. And once we get through the stratus corneum into the next layer of dead skin cells um, below it, or next type of dead skin cells below it, there's also a further shift in that pH gradient. So that ultimately, by the time you reach your living layers of skin, there is a pretty remarkable pH shift from about four and a half to five on top of your acid mantle, all the way down or all the way up to physiologic pH around 7.4 um, at those li- at those living layers of skin. So when that pH gradient is, Altered, when it's either too shallow so that as you're moving through your epidermis and you're going deeper and deeper you know closer and closer to the living layers you don't have enough of a pH shift rapidly enough or alternatively when it's too quick so that as you're moving through those layers you approach physiologic pH faster than you should um, this disrupts the normal exfoliation processes within your skin So there are enzymes within your skin that help the process, the natural process of exfoliation, because exfoliation is a natural process. And these enzymes are most active at a specific pH. And so when that pH is altered, the pH in that skin layer where these enzymes are active is altered, your skin doesn't turn over as quickly. And this causes a backup this causes um this increases your likelihood of developing acne now the reason why this is so interesting is because things like alpha hydroxy acids and beta hydroxy acids which are intended to exfoliate skin i mean that's what they do they um they disrupt the essentially the glue that's holding uh these dead skin cells together which is the same thing that your body does naturally with those exfoliation enzymes um, so AHA alpha hydroxy acid or beta hydroxy acid BHA go in and disrupt that process and um, you know make them come unglued now the problem is these acids also disrupt your normal pH gradient. And so (laughs) this means that your body's natural exfoliation processes don't work as efficiently as they should. And then this contributes to acne. So this is why um, I'm not a huge fan of AHA or BHA. Um, We'll circle back around to inflammation here in a minute because I wanted to talk about sebum production next before we circle back to inflammation, um, and talk about how standard Western medicine treatments for acne contribute to inflammation. So sebum production, this is another one where, um, oftentimes, and this isn't necessarily prescription, uh, Medicines here for acne. This is also any kind of topical treatment, over the counter topical treatment, or just you know, things sold um, for the treatment of acne um, that aren't necessarily in the drug aisle, even if they are over the counter. Wait, yeah. So in other words, skincare. <laughs> this is skincare. This is cosmetics. This is whatever. This is this is a whole separate thing from drugs. This is a whole separate thing from over the counter and prescription drugs. Is where I'm going with this. So, um, anyways, sebum production imbalance. Oftentimes, um, <laughs> oftentimes I know because I've been here. The goal of um, one of the ways that acne is treated, but is by stripping your skin. Um, you know, it's like you, it's almost like you can't get it clean enough. Um, so all of the cleansers are meant to really strip the oil from your skin and then your skin responds by generating more oil. And this is, your skin wants a state of homeostasis. It needs, and homeostasis means balance. Um, it needs a certain amount of oil in order for things to work as they should and in order for your skin to feel comfortable i mean it's kind of just like honestly it's kind of just like you um there's probably kind of a sweet spot in your weight where you're comfortable um you know all day just having meals when you want to have meals there's a spot in your weight where you're too, you weigh too little. And so you're hungry all the time. So if you think about your skin as being the same way, um, your skin needs a little bit of oil. It needs that little bit of, you know, that little bit of comfort, that little bit of fat. Um, and when we constantly strip that from our skin, our skin responds by making additional sebum. And so we wind up with this too much sebum, too much oil is being produced because we're constantly stripping our skin of it. And so then this contributes to a vicious cycle. Um, So (laughs) it's kind of counterintuitive, but the best way to avoid that situation is to do less with your skin. It's to cleanse less. So cleanse. I'm a huge fan of actually cleansing your skin with a cleanser only one time a day. And that is at night, you know, take all of your makeup off, take the whole day off with cleansing at night. And then in the morning, just applying a toner to your skin. And that way your skin's not battling. It's not constantly struggling to produce enough sebum to keep it comfortable. And sebum is just a fancy way of saying the oil that your body, your skin naturally produces. Um, so, anyways, I think that's all I want to say about that. Um, circling back around to the inflammation piece, because yeah, didn't I, maybe I should have talked about this here, but there are there's a whole class of um, drugs or ingredient active ingredients that um they honestly inflame your skin they're oxidizers so the opposite of antioxidant so these are things like benzoyl peroxide is you know the biggest one and the way that these work is by inducing inflammation so you're applying something that generates inflammation to your skin in an attempt to reduce acne, when inflammation is one of the causes of acne. So it makes no sense. And then what what often happens is the same person that's been prescribed a benzoyl peroxide treatment is then also prescribed light therapy. This happened in my case. And light therapy is notorious. Like the reason you're supposed to avoid sun exposure when you're using half these acne treatments that you're prescribed is because you're more sensitive to sunlight because they're oxidizers. They're not necessarily photo-oxidizers, but they're oxidizers. This means that you're more prone to getting sun damage. Um, so, you know, wrinkles down the road. Um, you're more prone to getting sunburn in the near term. And yeah, your skin's just more likely to suffer because what's going on inside in the presence of an oxidizer is free radicals are being formed. And free radicals are a huge problem, especially, they're a huge problem. I mean, this is why this is why things like reactive oxygen species, um, reactive nitrogen species, and these are taking a toll on your skin, inducing more inflammation. They're also making huge demands on your antioxidant supplies within your body so your body's having to turn around and make additional antioxidants to deal with these oxidizers which shouldn't be there in the first place and then you know you apply these oxidizers and then are subjected to light therapy and it's like adding it's like adding gas to a fire you know gas to a wildfire um if you can't tell i'm I'm pretty passionate about this one. Um, These are things, these are dots I wish I'd connected back when I was being prescribed all of this. These are things that I wish I'd had, um, you know, more, a little more hoaxba back then to actually ask my doctor and not treat my doctor as though they're some kind of, you know, knowing all being, which they are not. You know because they didn't know best Um, and this is a prime example of that of them not knowing what they're doing but okay anyways so that wraps up inflammation then the last one is imbalanced hormones now when we're talking hormones this is something that I dive deep into in the um, this is something that I dive deep into into the full course around natural treatment for acne. And again, this is a pay what you want course. This is kind of, this is intended to be for you if you're serious about it. Um, this, the course, we really dive deep into these five root causes, dive deep into what you're able to do to support your body and avoid these, um, avoid each of these root causes, like de-risk or Minimize each of these root causes in your life and this imbalanced hormones one especially um, Is one that we dive deeper into so with this uh, For women, especially this is true for guys, too All of a sudden our you know when we hit puberty our body is Making all of these hormones that we've never made before in our in our entire lives At the same these are having an effect not just on our reproductive organs also on our skin You know, it's the role of these hormones actually contributes to the development of this acid mantle in full um, when you hit puberty. And then the other thing in here, I'm gonna speak just for a minute, just to the women. Um, Just know guys, you know, you've got some of the same things going on. For the women, during your cycle, you have ebbs and flows of estrogen and progesterone. Those are the ones, you know, I love talking about. You also have ebbs and flows of your male hormonal, of your male hormones. And here specifically, I'm talking about DHEA and testosterone, especially when those follicles are developing during your follicular phase. And so any imbalance, so here, when I say imbalance, what I'm thinking of specifically is PCOS, so polycystic ovarian syndrome. It doesn't have to be PCOS, it could be irregular cycles, it could be whatever. It could be, you know, just something slightly off with your particular cycle, even if you're normally cycling. There's a disruption and an imbalance between these hormones. And specifically, the ones that come most into play are those androgens, the male hormones, and estrogen. And it doesn't mean that estrogen is dominant, it's actually where those androgens are dominant. And this is why treatments like spironolactone are so wildly popular. Um, so again, this piece is something that we dive into more in that uh, natural treatment for acne program. So be sure to click the link in today's show notes. Again, this is a pay what you want program, a very low, cost because i want this information to be available to you it includes some really great downloads um a few checklists for you to to be able to visualize the actionable steps to take to again reduce or mitigate each one of these root causes and we go more in depth into this imbalanced hormone piece the other thing that we do in um And that one is also go more in depth into the imbalanced pH because there are certain ingredients in your skincare that will help to facilitate your body's natural exfoliation processes. And we talk more about those in that program. All right. So that wraps up, um, the five root causes of acne. If you know someone who would enjoy today's program or, today's episode, please share this with them. Just take a quick second now and send them this link. As always, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me to have you as a listener. And if you haven't already left a five-star review for the, for holistic wellness, please take a quick second to do that and subscribe to the show. All right. Until next time. Bye. Next time on the show, we are talking about the major endocrine disruptors in your everyday life. And we're actually going to, this one is limited to just the endocrine disruptors that you come into contact um, topically throughout your day. The big one of those is sunscreens. So next week's episode is one to tune into for sure, right ahead of the 4th of July holiday. Thank you so much for listening. If you know someone who would enjoy today's episode, go ahead and take a quick sec and share this link with them. And in case you haven't left a five-star review yet for holistic wellness, would you consider doing that before you head off today? You're always welcome to share your review with me as well by taking a screenshot and sending it over to hey at rainorganica.com. It applies to your rewards points on Rain Organica's website, which if you don't have a rewards account with us yet, uh, sign up for one or just by sending me that screenshot, I'll take the time to create a rewards account for you and go ahead and apply some points for leaving that review. All right, until next time. Bye. Want to hear more about how to support your skin in dealing with these fibroid causes of acne? In case you're curious to explore more, Head to the link in today's show notes where you'll find a link over to Rain Organica's program on naturally navigating breakouts or navigating breakouts naturally. This goes much deeper, and well, first of all, this includes videos and a few quick reference cheat sheets for you to walk through each of these five root causes that we've talked about over the past couple weeks and really go deeper into how to support your body. And especially on what we talked about in today's episode, because whereas last time, um, you know, we had the opportunity to really dive deeper because we were only looking at that one root cause of acne in last week's program, or last week's episode. Today, we were really, you know, it was, a, it was a lot of information to cover to get through those other four today. So in that program, Navigating Breakouts Naturally, you'll find more on these four root causes in particular, and also some additional support for helping your body detox naturally. So it is a pay what you want for access. So, you know, make this very low barrier for entry so that if you're interested in it, it is available to you.